0: Hi, this is Bill Wills. And I'm Mike Snyder. Thanks for checking out Cleveland's morning news with Wills and Snyder. We're around daily, 5 to 9, news, sports, traffic and weather on the 10s. Mike, a lot of going on, right?
1: Yeah, there always is. And we've got the latest in sports. Of course, what's going on with the Tribe, what may be happening with the Cavs and the Browns. And then, of course, we have the news and we get you around town with traffic on the 10s.
0: Be sure to follow us here on the podcast and get the episode each and every day. And join us if you can on Twitter. I'm Bill Wills at WTAM 1100.
1: And I'm at Snyder 1100. Eleven hundred.
0: Today's Wills and Snyder in Cleveland's Morning News.
1: Glad to have you with us.
2: News you can use on your money with the latest this morning from Bloomberg.
0: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Pulling over to fill up this morning, $3.96 price to beat for a gallon of gas. More on your money at WTAM.com, keyword money. Money update this morning brought to you by Union Home Mortgage. Trending this morning, Scooter Reese, producer extraordinaire who somehow... He's blaming me that he didn't win the lottery yesterday. We'll do some trending coming up with the Mega Millions. It's over a billion bucks, right? Yes, it is. And uh, you can take that
3: cash option value. 648 Million. Not
0: bad. Uh, first, WTAM 1100, traffic and weather together on the 10s. Good morning, Pat Butler. Good morning, Bill.
4: Next traffic update in 9 minutes at 520. Pat Butler, WTAM traffic on 1100 AM at 106.9 FM.
0: Weather, got a beautiful weekend coming up. Cleveland 3 News meteorologist Peyton Domsky says, few clouds around this morning, sunshine for the afternoon, 80. Saturday, sunny and 80. Sunday looks great, too. Sunshine, 80. By the way, going to be walking Sunday morning, Cleveland Metro Park, or Saturday, I should say, it's tomorrow. Cleveland Metro Park Zoo on Saturday, uh, the uh, 35th anniversary of our uh, Greater Cleveland Habitat for Humanity walk, run. um, Wonderful time. Family-friendly event. Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo tomorrow. Help raise money and awareness, of course, for the great work done by the Habitat for Humanity. If you're in there, hope you enjoy it. It should be a beautiful morning at the uh, Cleveland Metro Park Zoo. 67 right now, Your severe weather.
2: Thanks for listening to Cleveland's Morning News with Wills and Snyder. Check in 1100.
0: Of New Orleans, Illinois Central, Monday Morning Rail. A lot of music around this weekend. Willie going to bring the Outlaw Music Festival. ZZ Top will be with him. Fire. Government Mule, Blossom tonight. <laughs> Elton John, of course, tomorrow night. And Progressive The aroma at Blossom tonight is going to be something. Willie Nelson. <laughs> All
5: along <laughs> the southbound, I'll see the train pull down.
0: Lucas, I'm a big fan of now. He's uh, seen him on the Grand Ole Opry a couple times, and uh, sounds sounds like his dad. A heck of a songwriter, too. So, Lucas Nelson, if you want to check out some new music. Huh? Willie at Blossom Tonight. All right, trending this morning, Wills and Snyder Facebook, WillsandSnyder.com. we got some
2: big doings. This is Cleveland's Morning News with Wills and Snyder. Here's what's trending at WTAM.com.
0: Scooter Reese, Big Talk Mega Millions, right? Yep, here we go.
6: The Mega Millions jackpot is even bigger. Friday night's drawing is now up to 1.1 billion with a B dollars. The cash option on the prize is an estimated $648.2 million. The drawing will now be the third largest jackpot
0: in US history. Somebody's gotta win it tonight, right? I mean, no you know, now let's sure?
3: keep going. But if you were to do and if it was one of us lucky Northeast Ohioans, well, you just have to wait till Monday to cash your two ticket. Ten. So you got two days to what a weekend? Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't leave the house. You I, win I'm 1. not leaving the house. I'm not leaving. You can't check it in on Monday morning. Yeah. 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 No, I wouldn't leave the house. Yeah. I'd be afraid to. Right. I no no. Wow.
0: just stare at the ticket. Whoa. Just stare at it. Wilson Snyder. Facebook. Yeah, don't have that ticket. <laughs> it's up to 1.1 billion. Uh, wow. Coming up in five new restaurants around town. Mark Bona, Cleveland Plain Dieter, Cleveland. Will take us to them. Let's get to sports. Five fifteen. Here's Mike Snyder.
1: Bill the Guardians in Boston series finale tristan mckenzie working on a one-hit shutout we're in the sixth inning and then this
0: red sox have two on with one
1: out here comes the pitch swung on and there's a high fly ball deep left center
4: way way back there and gone Xander bogarts with a three-run home run has put boston in front three to one
1: Red Sox go on to win it by a score of 4-2. to two. McKenzie takes the loss. His first loss since the end of June. Jose Ramirez did hit home run number 20. Guardians fall to 50-48. and 48. They are in second place in the Central. Two behind the Twins. They're in Tampa tonight. First of a three game series against the Rays. Shane Bieber will get the start. 7-10 game time. You can hear it right here and free on the iHeartRadio app. Now the baseball trade deadline is next Tuesday. Mets and Reds make a deal last night. Former Indian Tyler Naquin involved in this deal. He goes to New York. Naquin was a first-round pick of the, uh, the Indians back in well, 10 years ago. He was hitting 246 with seven home runs in Cincinnati. Now he joins the Mets. In Berea yesterday, the Browns went through day two of training camp, and there was an injury of note. Unfortunately, wide receiver Anthony Schwartz injured his knee. Non-contact, so you keep your fingers crossed. We'll get an update today. There were high expectations or are I should say hopefully they will remain and he's going to be okay there's some high expectations for him in his second year with all the speed that he has and you know after Deshaun Watson the most significant move the Browns did make this offseason was adding a wide receiver in Amari Cooper. Now, there's a question mark, of course, who will be the quarterback when the Browns start the season? And Cooper was asked about the uncertainty there.
7: Well, to me, it's just no matter who's back there, I just got to make the job easy for whoever it is. That's that's my goal every time I line up out there. You know, As long as I um, handle my business, get open, um, it's easy on whoever's back there. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and if I don't get over, it's hard on whoever's back there. So, yeah. Well, he's got to head up the core. They need a big year from Amari e. Cooper, and he is very capable of doing that. Nothing yet from the judge on a decision about Watson. When will it be? Who knows? Right now, only Judge Robinson really knows the answer to that question. And earlier this week, we told you about the Cardinals inserting a clause in the $2,230 million extension they gave to quarterback, Kyler Murray, that he work at least a four extra hours of film work every week. Well, kind of like a homework clause. Well, the team has now rescinded that. It was a really a bad look both ways, and Murray was upset about it as well, and he feels he's been disrespected by the criticism he's received after the word got out that he initially had that clause. Now the Cardinals have removed it. I wonder how his agents actually allowed that to even happen in the first place. Home of the Guardians and the Cavs, Mike Snyder, WTAM Sports.
0: Let's get to the big Mega Millions. Nicole Wilson on it. Full disclosure, did you buy a ticket yet?
5: I have absolutely purchased my ticket with the hopes of becoming a mega
0: millionaire okay you go girl now do you normally buy do you normally buy and play you know I I do buy when
5: the when the number gets this big so hopefully that feeling for me pays out big tonight
0: Uh, you're not alone which I guess is why the number even got bigger more people are buying right
5: Absolutely. When the number gets this high, gosh, th- that last-minute purchase surge pushes that number up by several tens of million dollars. Usually,
0: uh, there was a one-point-five billion-dollar jackpot back in twenty eighteen. So, as of now, this would be the second largest, and uh, the drawing is scheduled for tonight.
5: The drawing is scheduled for tonight in Cleveland. You guys are on Eastern time, right? So that's. Should- yep draw tonight about 11 o'clock can you imagine the eyes that will be glued to a tv tonight
2: (laughs) well
0: if you win (laughs) at least you win around here you can't turn the ticket into monday so you're gonna have a long weekend but boy you're gonna be you're gonna be dreaming and and that's a part of this thing nicole is people buy the ticket and then dream they have fun right
5: can you imagine that sitting there knowing that you have won after taxes more than three hundred? Can you imagine your list this weekend? Okay, we're going to pay this toward this. We're going to spend a, this much on a dream vacation. Gosh, I'm 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 imagining that.
0: <laughs> well, it's worth a few bucks if you want to buy and then dream a little bit. Then we'll be disappointed tonight. But it could well be somebody does hit the number right.
5: Yeah, listen, it, like you said, it is the uh, right behind that $1.5 billion, That single winner, South Carolina, I think they claim that anonymously, so no one knows who they really are, but
0: I wonder what they're up to these days. Well, they're probably not up right now listening to us, as uh ah. guess. They're some, on an island somewhere. All right, Mega Millions over $1.1 billion tonight. Nicole Wilson, good luck. If I don't hear from you next week, I'll know it was you, okay?
8: <laughs> you got it. Thanks, Have a good
0: Thanks Nicole Wilson. 5.43. morning news of the Wills and 5.52. This is Bill Wills. interest in this story, evidently. Let's talk to Attorney Randy Zellin. A couple of legal headlines. I want to get to the uh, Indiana doctor and the serious case of the uh, the abortion question, of course, with Ohio involved. But, hey, Randy, up first, uh, the headline is a Michigan woman sues a man for standing her up on a date. What's the story here? Well, the story
8: is that a woman claims, as you just said, that a man stood her up apparently on a second date and she claims to have suffered such emotional trauma as a result of that that she went to court and sued him for what we call intentionally inflicting emotional distress on her and she sued him for ten thousand dollars
0: I guess a part of this, she claims the experience caused her emotional distress because the date also fell on her late mother's birthday. So it just complicated the emotions of her day.
8: Yes, and and really, and the shame of it is that because the judge basically escorted her out of the courtroom door and said, you are in the wrong courthouse, uh, we don't know exactly what this woman's claims are. In other words, it's one thing if you set up a date, someone doesn't show, your feelings get hurt. That's not actionable in court. Conversely, if on the first date she bared her soul to him, told her how emotional, how upset, all the trauma she had suffered as a result of losing her mom, and he said, listen, I'm going to make it special for you, I'm going to take you out, I want you to go buy a dress, go make a dinner reservation Be there at 8, and we're going to make it a a great night. And then she does all of these things, cancels her shrink appointment, um, basically doesn't go to the grave site and goes and buys the dress, sits there, and he never shows. Now we're getting closer, and unfortunately the judge doesn't seem to have ever given her the opportunity to say, Hey, judge, this is what happened. This is why it's simply more than my feelings haven't hurt."
0: All right. Second case, obviously involving Ohio as well, as this story uh, began in Columbus. Uh, Now, the doctor who uh, administered the abortion to the ten-year-old who went uh, across uh, state line Indiana into uh, Indiana is now suing the AG in Indiana. Uh, Why?
8: Because the doctor is claiming that the AG published false statements about the doctor that have injured her in her professional. Uh, In her profession as a doctor, the statements injured her reputation and accused her of a crime. And when you do those things and you make these false statements knowing that they're false or closing your eyes to the high probability that they're false, that's what we call defamation. So she is planning on suing the attorney general for having seen her.
0: A uh, very emotional issue, obviously, uh, for many different reasons, and uh, a story that's played out the last week or two, but now this doctor in, the, in Indiana is upset enough where uh, she says she is going to go to court and sue the AG. All right. Randy Zellin walking us through it. Uh, Randy, I appreciate your takeaways. Thanks much. Thank you. Former President Donald Trump on the uh, golf course yesterday pro-am for the Live Tour. They'll check in with Clay and Buck today. At the start of their show at noon, that should be an interesting conversation. Here's what's trending at wtam.com. Mike, have you seen some of the video out of southern Kentucky? The fuck? Oh, just devastating. Oh, it's just tear I have. Yes. Oh. Scooter Reese producer extraordinaire, posting oh. some video just this morning of what we're what we're seeing, right? Yeah.
3: Yep. You can wow. check out the video with the governor uh, talking with uh, Lester Holt at NBC News. You can check that out and then the photos that are there. I mean, the the, the area that they show is is it's uh, it's sad. At least they did.
7: So
8: we got so much road damage. They go on, the whole railway's gone. it, you know,
9: everybody knows everybody around here. Everybody tries to help, but when this comes, comes this fight, it's, just ain't nothing you can do.
4: We probably have not seen the worst of it. Sadly, we believe that we will uh, lose Kentuckians, and a lot of Kentuckians will probably lose most of of what they have.
5: The first time we had insurance. This time we don't, but we'll make it. We always do with God's help.
0: Don't you? You hear that every time when it comes to tornadoes or whatever. Yes. People just wake up and say, "You know, we're blessed that we've got what we've got. And let's try and move on." But there has been loss of life.
1: I, I saw the one video, one Amazing. school. is like almost up to the yeah. the roof of yes. the whole school. Yes. It's a
0: mountainous area, and just I mean, just a horror, you know, horrible downpour there, oh. Garrett, Kentucky. Came too fast. Near, it, uh, Pikeville, as yeah. a
1: matter of fact. I mean, you deal
3: with rain, you know, yeah. just regular rain, but when it came down that hard too, too fast, fast, it was just, oh,
0: man. Thoughts and prayers that way. Wilson Center Facebook page, you can check that out. Alright, Scoot, thanks much. You're welcome. Uh, coming up, aviation expert Jay Radliff on what this, uh, the, the, the JetBlue buying Spirit Airlines. They both fly out of Cleveland Hopkins. Well, they continue to fly out of Cleveland Hopkins. We're not alone, I guess, in asking that question. Uh, that and five, we talk about aviation for you. One of the stories of the morning on Cleveland's morning news with Wilson speaking. Of the weekend, a couple new movies uh, out entertainment news. Names, notes trending this morning. Here's Jason Nathanson. The Super Pets are here to save the box office. You
9: are a dog. I am the
8: Batman. The animated DC League of Super Pets hits the big screen this weekend. Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart voicing Crypto and Ace, the dogs of Superman and Batman. Keanu Reeves voices the Cape Crusader saying, don't expect a movie about his own pets. I have some fish, Does that, I but I don't feel like they're pets. I feel like I'm just kind of a tending ten them <laughs> I'm tending to fish. DC League of Super Pets will battle Nope for the top spot at the box office this weekend. New streaming. Are you offering me a pity freeway? Neil Patrick Harris stars in the Netflix rom-com series Uncoupled. Apple TV Plus debuts the new psychological thriller Surface. And Prime Video as the coming-of-age sci-fi adventure Paper Girls. New Orphans are coming. AMC Greenlighting an Orphan Black spinoff, which will star Jessica Jones' vet Kristen Ritter. And celebrated documentarian Ken Burns with a birthday today. He's 69. Jason and
0: ABC news Hollywood Ken Burns has done some amazing stuff over the years head and now five good minutes Terry Pluto Cleveland Plain dealer cleveland.com checks in Bill Wills Mike Snyder alongside Terry good morning hello there Mr. Wills. baseball first on the field Red Sox four Guardians two they're in Tampa for the weekend we got a trade uh, deadline next week you wrote an interesting post here uh, just uh, in the last uh, day or two, about that trade deadline, and what are you hearing that they're hearing as far as the Guardians go? Well,
10: they probably were just keep from Murphy and Sean Murphy. And I think they really think Murphy would be a guy that uh, could have the job for quite a while. He won the Gold Glove last year. He's under team control, I think, for three more years. Uh has 244. He's hit some home runs. Of course, two forty four sounds like it's uh you know three forty four compared to the catchers that uh, they have right now. So that's a guy they would be looking at. Also, um, Oakland has a bunch of younger catchers in the minors, so they would not want Bo Melor, that's Josh's brother, in return. They'd be able to keep them both and start in that direction. You know, there's always some stuff like Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh or another outfielder. I think that uh, they're really looking at a catcher. If not Murphy, maybe somebody else. But I heard Murphy's a prime target.
1: Sean Murphy from Oakland. We'll keep an eye on that. Also we've heard Ahmed Rosario's name out there as a possibility. But Terry, in your piece you wrote, man, they really they really like his veteran presence, don't they?
10: Yes, I think they do, and they also feel that um He's been so good for them, and probably they may value him more than another team, but there's just no rush to give them up, give him up. Uh, and I, you know, what, what, what are they about? Two games out of first? Only two,
1: Terry. Yeah.
10: Yeah. So that would almost be like surrendering. And I, and I, as opposed to like, okay, they could say we didn't make a big move to spend a lot of money to go after, uh, the Twins. But if you trade Rosario, just got to get some, can't stick back or something like that. Uh, that. I I doubt that the the team, the manager, the coaches. I don't think they'd be thrilled with that right now. There's no reason to rush that.
1: I but, I hear you. You know Terry, they're they're in this thing. You know, and you look at it. Yeah, it's not like that. I don't think the Twins are necessarily going to go out and you know make big moves here at the at the, at the deadline themselves. I mean, actually, this is really playing out what they kind of a best case to this point for the Guardians.
10: Exactly. They are able to find out of some other of young players, um, and you can start naming them. You know, him and that turns into a all-star second base, and Josh, Josh Taylor looks like he's a middle-of-the-order uh, bat. You, you look at, uh, you, you're having a chance to look at Nolan Jones, maybe uh, after Gazelle, hopefully be, be back soon in the outfield. Steve Kwan has become a left fielder that you really like, a leadoff hitter. A lot of that doesn't happen unless you make kind of a hard decision that they made Over really the last two years to create, as they said, create room for the young players to show what they can do. In the meantime, they're not terrible. In fact, as you mentioned, they're, you know, they're a little bit of 500, they're in contention. I don't know what's going on with the Twins, but I hope it continues, and let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, Terry, let's go to the Browns. Boy, this—I uh, I don't want to overreact to it. I wasn't out there, but but to see uh, uh, Anthony Schwartz hobble off the field with uh, yeah. with the Browns' saves a knee injury—that uh, that's a that's a blow. I think they're look they're looking they're looking at him to to really help this receiving core.
10: Yep, and he also has a, just an injury history in general. Uh, going back to when he was at Auburn, uh, you know, Swartz to me has to prove it. Uh, Michael, uh, he only was a rookie granted, but we saw that, uh, his hands weren't that great. He's very fast, but, uh, you get a really double back to Cooper, not, not of a people's jones. Uh, I've been told that, uh, Bell, the rookie they drafted from Purdue should be back within a couple of weeks. Those are the guys that I was conning at. I mean, I have to admit. Uh I'm not a big Schwartz guy. I hope he's fine, but that's not the guy that uh, is such a big deal in the receivers come. I, I was looking at something this. You know, Cooper's only missed five games in seven years as a pro. Wow.
0: That says a lot. Yeah. Keeping healthy. All right, Terry Pluto, com. Follow him on Twitter, at Terry Pluto. Look forward to your posts and faith column and all this weekend. Terry, thanks much. Take care, guys. We get to spend some time with this guy around Veterans Day. Always an honor when we get a chance to talk to him. He's in town for a uh, big golf outing today to benefit the Travis Mills Foundation. Travis on the uh, hotline. Bill Wills, Mike Snyder alongside. Travis, good morning, my hey, sister, friend.
7: Well, good morning, you winners. Let me just ask, how'd you guys do it? How'd you get the weather to be so perfect? You <laughs>
0: humidity's gone. I know it was you. I know it. It's going to be perfect. Yes. Let's tee it up today. Registration uh, starting this morning at 8 shotguns. Start at 9 out of beautiful Manakiki. we got to thank Jeff Monreal, Funeral Home, for doing this. Travis, I had Jeff on a couple of months, uh, uh, one month or so ago. He was at the uh, the benefit with John Rich uh, last uh, November that Dave Mortage put on for the foundation. He was so moved by your story and what he heard. He, he, he wanted to, to benefit the foundation with the golf outing today. It was so kind of you to come into town.
7: Well, kind of me coming to come into town. I love coming to town. This place is awesome. And, uh, you know, I got to have dinner with Jeff last night and sit down and have a wonderful conversation and get to know him, you know, the man behind the fundraiser. And uh just truly uh, honored to be able to be here and, and have today with those wonderful golfers. And I'm going to tell you something. Since it's a fundraiser, if they're serious golfers, they are not going to like me because I heckle. I heckle hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it's going to be a blast. I know Manikiki Mad is just an incredible course. Uh, they're, it's going to be a great day. Hey, Travis, though, get, kind of give us a little capsule, though. Tell us a little bit about, uh, for some maybe hearing you for the first time, To tell us a little bit about the Travis Mills Foundation and what you are, all about.
7: Well, absolutely. I appreciate the time. So um, my foundation that my wife and I created is to benefit uh, veterans that have been through physical injuries, like paralyzation, amputation, spinal cord injuries, something like that, and their families. we built this beautiful state up in Maine, and we bring families out for a week at a time, eight families, and we show them no matter what their injuries are, physically, they, they, don't, have little, they don't have to live life on the sidelines. They can still be an active member in their family and society. And, you know, Mr. Cleveland himself, Dave Mortosh, one of my biggest supporters and closest uh, confidants, if you will, has made Cleveland um, just another place I can call home. You know, you guys have really accepted me and wanted to help me get back to these veterans. And the programs have expanded now to post-traumatic stress for first responders and combat veterans. And we have a post-traumatic stress program that's one of the top of the nation, and I encourage everybody out there, that fits the, the bill of first responder or combat veteran to check out um, org and see what the Warrior Path is all about because it's really changing a lot of lives
0: um, for the better. I'm looking at some amazing testimonials from families who have really been touched by the retreat and just a way to get back and, and, and have some basic time and, and just remember what life's all about, uh, Travis. you You've touched so many lives with this, you know? Well, I just
7: been fortunate, you know. I, got, I was supposed to die in Afghanistan, and uh, my medics and my doctors and nurses and all the staff went into keeping me alive. And I thought, well, now what? And I had a little girl staring at me that was six months old, and I was still going to be her dad every day of the week. And um, I just decided I was going to get better. My wife stood by my side. We've been married 14 years now. Uh, we have another child, my five-year-old little boy named Dax after the medics Daniel and Alexander. So he's a little champion as well. And you know, we go about life uh, living to the fullest because I, I realized the price I could have paid, and I'm so fortunate to be alive, and I know that the the price of so many um, that didn't get the chance to come back to their families and loved ones, and I thought, you know, it, I might as well make the best of it. And luckily, I have great support from Dave Mortage, from Jeff, from you guys, from everybody. And, um, you know, I, I mean... I can't find anybody to be mean to me except for my wife, but that's not her fault. I mean, it's just who I am.
0: That happens to some of us. Uh, Travis, heck of a morning. Look, I encourage you, if you're around Manikiki and Willoughby, you're not playing in the event, you're just hearing about this, please go, show up this morning. You'll, you'll be really, I think, amazed, impressed, and moved. By the opening, the ceremonies we've got planned, registration at 8 for the golfers, Shotgun start at 9, and then Travis is the one, I guess, yelling uh, from time to time. And a big thanks to Jeff Monrail, Jeff Monrail Funeral Home, for putting this on, and, of course, our friend Dave Mortage for the connection and all. My friend, uh, thank you. Safe travels, and we'll check back in with you. You'll be here with us uh, around Veterans Day, too, okay?
7: Absolutely. And remember, Dave's doing the $500,000 match
0: again. That he is. Travis, all the best. All right. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Kevin. Mike. Guardians out of town this weekend. A couple things going on though. This weekend, you might want to check out tomorrow morning. It'll be a beautiful morning to walk around Cleveland Metro Park Zoo. It's our 35th anniversary of a great walk and run to help raise money, a lot of awareness for the great work mm. done by Greater Cleveland Habitat for Humanity. So, if you're That's already cool. signed up for that, thank you. If not, get signed up and uh, see you at the zoo tomorrow morning. Uh, Jim Young with us a couple of days ago. The uh, Corvettes at Corsa happens on uh, Sunday morning. Uh, Blaze Industrial Parkway there in Berea. Uh, this is an angle event. Helps raise money for Ohio Guidestone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So if you got a Corvette, see you there on Sunday morning or just walk around and look at vets. Always fun. Music this weekend. we got, uh got uh, the, uh, the the orchestra's out at Blossom. And tonight, uh, it's Willie Nelson and Franzese Topkin will be with him tonight as, uh, as well. And, uh, and, of course, Elton. Elton tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Progressive Field downtown yesterday saw the uh, stage. It's amazing. Uh, one of the uh, top songs, at least we told... Rolling Stone was Levon. The story of Levon, too, coming up. We'll talk some movies, too, with Kevin Carr. 750. One of my favorites.
2: Picking up the pieces of yesterday and building a new day. day. Cleveland's Morning News with Wills and Snyder on WTAM 1100 and 106.9 FM.
5: Morning Rail. 15 cars and 15
0: restless riders. Three conductors and twenty five sacks on Big weekend for some new movies, all I think. Let's bring in our movie guy Kevin Carr, fatguysatthemovies.com, guys at the movies.com with some new stuff to check out. Kevin, good morning to you.
2: Good morning to you too.
0: I know I'm excited. DC League of Super Pets, something different. Just just go, you know, take the kids and have fun. Is that what this thing
2: is? Yeah essentially it's an animated kids movie but it has, its, uh, it has its honor to the comics because Crypto the super dog, that's uh, kal L or Clark Kent's dog, yeah. is a real character it's been around for decades I even remember my father would read about stories of Crypto back from the 50's in the comic books so uh, it, it even though it seems a little absurd, it does have a basis in the comic books and you've got Crypto teaming up with a bunch of shelter pets that are that have been imbued with special powers because this creature wants to take over the world i mean it does kind of play that that the, the, cliche card in terms of the story and the idea. But that's so you can have the spectacle of, of, you know, a super pet. And, yeah. uh, Dwayne Johnson plays Crypto's voice. Kevin Hart plays Ace the Bat Hound's voice. Uh, you know, it's, it's a fun little movie for families that, uh, that, that does sort of revitalize part of the, uh, the, the, the DC name okay. in movies. Because I think that's that, that it's, uh, it,
0: it's just a good family fun type. Thing. Kate McKinnon, Keanu Reeves, yeah, it's a lot of, lot of different voices. DC League of Super Pets out this weekend. Kevin Carr is with me at Fat guys at movies dot com. All right, let's talk about Vengeance too.
2: Yes, Vengeance is written and directed by B.J. Novak Who I mean, you might recognize as Ryan from The Office yeah. He actually had a bigger role behind the scenes He was involved in writing and producing since the beginning uh, He plays a guy in New York City Who kind of is playing the field as uh, in his uh, social life And he gets a call out of nowhere From one of the women that he doesn't even really remember Having, uh, having a couple one night stands with uh, And the family thinks that their boyfriend Friend and girlfriend had been for a long time, and he finds out she has died. So he goes to pay his respects. To uh, West Texas and then realizes she might have been uh, murdered, and so he creates a podcast based on it, and starts investigating it uh, and, and getting to know uh, sort of like bridge the gap between his naivete and the people out in West Texas because it 's quite different there than new york city i 'm sure you'll know you know, uh, you know it 's an okay idea just it gets distracted with itself sometimes i, I don 't think that the writing is as strong as it could be, and uh, you know while they 're dealing with mostly him. Learning learning that uh, people are people everywhere he uh, realizes oh hey I got this murder investigation I gotta look into hmm. and then kind of feels rushed on that but you know so to me it's kind of a mixed bag it's getting decent reviews but I wasn't a fan
0: All right, a couple of new things appreciate your honesty always that's what we uh, come to expect Kevin Carr fatguysatthemovies.com speaking of podcasts he's got one there as well and you can also check out different movie uh, news and other reviews DC League of Super Pets and Vengeance out this weekend Kevin thanks and hope you have a good weekend alright you too Elton John at uh, Progressive Field tomorrow night we told Rolling Stone recently in a uh, we all of us in a poll this was number
9: 5 is like a crown. our uh,
0: fifth favorite song when it comes to Elton John's music it causes child Jesus. Elton John and Bertie Thompson fell in love with the band first time they ever heard the music from Big Pink google it kids 1968. Bernie and Eldon had never been to America, but the album and this voice changed everything for him. Toppen said he grew up watching westerns, and when he heard Levon Helm and the band, he had an image of what America was about. A lot of people have scratched their heads for decades on some of the, some of the lyrics to this. It sells cartoon balloons in town and all, and the characters, but at the end of the day, it, Levon Helm was the inspiration. Make Correspondent John Decker talked about all the spin around the uh, recession or not when it comes to the Biden administration. And our buddy John Kicks-Kickle got another police memorial ride this weekend. We'll tell you more about that coming up here. Cleveland's Morning News with the Wells and Snyder. Scott Scooter East producer extraordinaire, alongside quick uh, story guys out of Melbourne, Florida, for you this morning. A Florida man is facing charges after allegedly... Taking a uh, a drunken ride. A lot of drunk driving stories, obviously, each week, sadly. Mm, I mean, you don't drink yeah. and drive. We know that sort of thing. And the only reason I mention this, it was actually inside a Walmart, and he was on a scooter. Oh! The Brevard County Sheriff's Department say they responded to reports. People were calling from the Walmart hey. with a guy driving into shelves and almost running into customers. They mm. arrived at the store, found a 39-year-old Aaron Gregory. Uh, shockingly he smelled of alcohol really had an open bottle of smirnoff vodka Uh uh-oh with him as he's riding around walmart on his scooter he refused to take a breathalyzer test but was arrested for dui driving under the influence literally because he was on his scooter at the walmart Inside the store. Inside so the crashing. store. Did they let him
3: finish his shopping Melbourne, first?
0: Florida. No. There Leave your goes. bag here. We're going to take you in. Somebody park the scooter. Oh, Somebody clean it, too, probably. Did he finish well. the
4: Smirnoff? Well, I
0: don't know. I don't know. I guess I know.
1: what what possesses, well, the answer's know. there, the yeah, Smirnoff Vodka, to, to possess a guy to take
0: a scooter and ride around it around. Next week, Robin Lively will join us, right?
1: Yes, actress Robin
3: Lively, and you know her from the Karate Kid, and uh, also she was in the Aaron Spelling uh, soap opera, uh, Savannah.
0: And did you get the, I uh, sent you a note about Kyle Petty.
3: Yes, Kyle Petty. Get a new book. Yes, and he's going to be with us here. In, in, yeah, yeah, a couple weeks. All right, yep.
0: good stuff. All right. So you and I all week been talking about the economy. I mean, Monday it was uh, you know what's going to happen with the forecast and the GDP and and, and you know the R word, right? Recession. All <laughs> right, that. the one we can't define yet. How about the spin though from the White House? I mean, before all this, it was like pre-spin, you know? I, I know, and then yet you were still talking about more spending and deficits, helping inflation and all that noise. White House correspondent John Decker joins us this morning. Hey, John, this was like pre-spin going into this report, you know?
6: Yeah, it was thin, you know, and it's remarkable to see that. The historical definition of a recession is two negative quarters in a row of negative economic growth. And that's what we have right now, unfortunately. And for whatever reason, uh President Biden leading the way and pushing back, saying, no, this isn't a recession. We have strong uh, economic numbers as it relates to job growth and unemployment. Very true. But you can't ignore the fact that GDP growth is now in negative territory for two quarters in a row. And inflation, as we know, is at a 41-year high. And President Biden, if you heard him yesterday, he sounds like everything, to use an expression my mom uses all the time, hunky-dory. Everything (laughs) is not hunky-dory out there. It's really bad in America.
0: Hunky and dory cost you more nowadays if you can find it with a supply chain issue, too. Now, Uh, Look, the word recession, we're inside 100 days to the midterm. Biden's name won't be on the ballot, but obviously, in a way, his policies will be, right?
6: Well, that's right. Uh, You know, the party that is not in power typically loses seats historically at the midterm elections. That is what uh, we are expecting. That is what Democrats and the White House is even expecting as it relates to the House. Senate, different story entirely. Uh, it's a 50-50 Senate, and there are a number of races that have Republicans very much concerned. But, you know, look, that will be a, a matter of spin as well for both political parties in terms of the results of the midterms.
0: Hey, John, quick takeaway on, on Pelosi and Taiwan. D- didn't Biden kind of tell her not to go?
6: Yeah, it seemed like he said that. Uh, you know, if you read between the lines, the military uh, has advised uh, the House Speaker not to go is the words that he used when responding to a reporter and, uh, you know, we'll see where things go. At this point, it, it looks like a sign of weakness if she doesn't go ahead with the trip, despite all of the threats, all the warnings coming from China. Uh, she is the House Speaker. And the last House Speaker to go to Taiwan New Kingrich in 1997. Things have changed a lot in terms of the U.S.-China relationship since then. Uh, but look, it's her right. It's her her right, and it's her duty as the third-ranking person in line to the presidency to visit friends and allies around the world. And Taiwan is an ally of the United States.
0: White House correspondent John Decker. Good reporting, John. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye bye. Jimmy Malone will be joined by Senator Sherrod Brown at nine thirty-five. I'm sure Jimmy will ask him about some of these stories and the news of the day, and maybe creating some news. Who knows? Former President Donald Trump joins Clay and Buck at noon today on News Radio WTAM eleven hundred. WTAM eleven hundred. Red Sox the won last night four two. Bill Wills, Mike Snyder alongside Jensen Lewis. Valley Sports into talk some Guardians. Morning, Jensen. Hey, morning, boys. So we get out of Boston with a so so, right?
4: This is two bittersweet series in a row, if I'm being completely honest, Wilsey, because the way that you had the momentum in that Chicago series to start yeah. the second half, the doubleheader, you felt if you could take both ends of that, you're really in a great spot. And then kind of similar thing last night, one bad pitch from Tristan McKenzie, literally the only bad pitch he threw all month. <laughs> it ends up being a three run go ahead home run. And the difference is the Red Sox end up splitting the series.
1: Well, yeah, he's really been good. And Jensen, I think we've talked with you about this before, but when you don't have any runs to work with, uh, you, you, you maybe try to get a little too fine. And McKenzie, I mean, it's a one nothing game. It's, it's so tight, but so often we've seen tribe starter or guardian starters where they haven't had those really runs this year. Well, if uh,
4: you're Zach Polisak, uh, yeah, you've got uh, uh, some law and, or I guess some some representation on the line to sue for some run support. But uh, yeah, there's there's uh, uh, not a lot of room for error, especially when you're playing the American League East in their ballparks. Uh, we know all too well that that Green Monster is a difference maker, and it really was almost every game of that four game series. So. Uh, again glass half full i said it last night on guardians live it, it, it's it's bittersweet because you felt like you could have won both those series but on the road especially a long road trip to be even right now with a chance to win the road trip by taking two or three in tampa starting tonight you'll take that uh, definitely at this situation of course
1: tampa's been a tough place but i want to get your thoughts the also uh, the trade deadline is next tuesday what, what's your feel for what the guardians may do or not uh, there's do? I think there's going to be
4: at least one move, Mikey, and and they just have to do it by process of elimination with uh, the the flux of of middle infield upper uh, minor league prospects that they have. There's definitely going to be some interest as far as upgrading a catcher. They they could definitely use a back-end reliever to help set up for Emmanuel Clase. And let's see where the chips fall. I think it's very indicative that the Yankees go get Andrew Benatendi and the Mets go get Tyler Naquin last night because those were teams that might have been in the Juan Soto sweepstakes. You can remove them from the conversation right now, and that is pretty heady stuff here because I think the idea, if I'm reading the tea leaves, A lot of these higher payroll places feel like why give up our prospect capital when we're going to be able to probably buy this guy in a couple of years' time? I think you're now seeing those mid-market teams that might say, you know what, let's go for it. we got a chance to flip him maybe at the end of next year if it doesn't work out. You get him, and the other guy I'll throw into this, uh, Mikey, is Shohei Otani. After last night and knowing what's happening uh, with the Angels, they're in a downward spiral you know, it the, the question becomes, would you rather want a season and a half of Shohei Otani giving up your top four prospects or would you want to get two and a half years possibly of Juan Soto giving up your five best prospects? It's a it's an interesting conundrum that some of these teams will be in.
0: You think both will move, but maybe not to the big names that we normally think of. I think that Soto definitely moves.
4: I think Otani is a bit more 50-50, maybe even less than 50% to move. But okay. the fact that we even entertain this, Willsey, it, it tells you exactly
0: where the Angels are at. Hmm. Bieber, sack. and I, I keep seeing Kluber's name, and I keep wanting to mention that. Kluber tomorrow. He's yeah. on the other team. Yeah, he's on the other team.
1: Right,
4: Jensen? <laughs> That's right. It, you know, and again, it'll be good to see our old friend, but uh, hopefully we can yeah. tag him for a couple right. of runs early. Right.
0: And when will we see you? Are you working this weekend?
4: Yeah, we got an interesting schedule. Uh, we'll be with you 6.30 tonight. Tomorrow, a little matinee special for you, 12.30, Guardians Live, and then 1 p.m. on Sunday to complete the series.
0: Jensen Lewis, have you bought your Mega Millions ticket yet?
4: I will be doing that on my way to the office tonight. <laughs> uh, I, I guarantee you I'll be talking to you again to you guys uh, next Friday. But we can all dream a little
1: bit, <laughs> we, right? We sure yeah, can, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jensen, thanks, Bob. Have a good weekend. All right, you guys, too. See, see you, buddy. Talking Guardians uh, Valley Sports, Jensen Lewis. Good stuff, as always. Uh, our Union Home Mortgage Guardians game day starts our coverage tonight at 6. First pitch, seven ten tonight, right? That's yes, right. right. Uh, yeah, yes,
1: Shane Bieber on the mound. They've struggled against Tampa yeah. last year. They really struggled. But, Bill, isn't it a comforting thought to know that if you hit that $648 million and you've already paid the tax on it? Yeah, good point. That's a nice That's feeling. Yeah, plenty of
0: cash. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't see you next week, I'll know what's going Going on uh, Weather, Cleveland 3 News I'll forecast. I'll here Yeah, here's, uh, here's, here's Peyton. I'll see you Monday though, with a box. <laughs> News Radio, WTAM 1100. This is Bill Wills. Now more than ever, I think we got to show our uh, appreciation and support for police officers. And uh, we are hoping, with your help, if you got a bike, uh, join us on Sunday, the 14th Annual Cops Ride Ceremony. 1030 at the uh, Greater uh, Cleveland uh, Peace Officers Memorial. There on West Third. Let's bring in our buddy John Kicks Kickle with some more about this. John, good morning to you. Good morning, Bill. Uh, this is an annual event. It's an important one, right?
9: Absolutely. We're going to be honoring actually ten fallen Ohio police officers, including Cleveland Officer Shane Bartek. As you indicated, uh, it'll be this Sunday. We have a ceremony that starts at 1030 at the police memorial, and then we have an 11 o'clock processional ride that will actually go through uh, the far west side areas, Lakewood, Rocky River, Bay Village, North Olmstead, uh, Olmstead Falls, Middleburg Heights, and Brook Park, and end up at Rock and Roll Harley-Davidson in Cleveland for uh, food and entertainment. And, and people can actually still register, Bill. They can either go to Rock and Roll Harley-Davidson uh, today or tomorrow, where they can register the morning of the ride between eight thirty and ten a.m.
0: Um, you've got your uh, your bikes show up. You'll hear the rumble on Sunday morning. You'll know what's going on to be a part of this and and show up really at the the, the memorial. Even if you don't have a bike, we want you to be a part of this, right, John?
9: So the public is invited to come up to the ceremony at 1030. As indicated, we'll have various speakers. We're honoring fallen police officers. And as you indicated right in front, it's important for us to show our support. The cost for the rider is only $25 a person. And the net proceeds will be divided between the Greater Cleveland Peace Officers Memorial and the Ohio Cops.
0: Then org or org has some more info. Sunday morning, uh, you can also register uh, that Sunday morning as well for our... Uh, 14th Annual Cops Ride, John Kicks Kickle. John, appreciate your work on this and so many others. Thanks much.
9: Well, thank you.
0: John Kicks Kickle talking about the uh, the event on Sunday for uh, fallen police officers. Also on Sunday, our 20th Annual Charity Event for uh, Ohio Guidestone. Thanks to all the people that love Corvettes. Corvettes at Corsa. That happens on Sunday morning. Blaze Industrial Parkway, Berea. Registration, 930 with your vet. Tomorrow morning, maybe run into you at the Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo. It's our annual Greater Cleveland uh, Habitat for Humanity. Been doing this 35 years now. 35th anniversary of the event. Uh, tomorrow morning to raise money. Going to walk at the uh, the zoo tomorrow morning. Thank you. Blossom Music Center's got the orchestra this weekend. Willie brings the whole bunch of them. And ZZ Top tonight. And, of course, tomorrow, Progressive Field. We were downtown yesterday. Boy, what a stage. If you're going to see Elton John, Rolling Stone
9: poll
0: of fans named Tiny Dancer, the top Elton John song. Now she uh, the song dates back to the Madman Across the Water. It didn't even crack the top forty in America. It Was over six minutes long. And, Of course, the radio people didn't want to wear it at the time or play it at the time because it was too long. But it just kept hanging on. The song originally dedicated to Bernie Toppin's wife. A lot of people thought he said he didn't really write it about her. said so he wanted to capture the free spirits of the women that he met in California on his first visit to America back in 1970. He had the image of the tiny dancer. And Elton, put it together. If you're going to Elton, enjoy. Have a great weekend.